Opinions Unqualified. Uh, welcome to this week's show. I'm very happy to be here, as always, with my uh, Superman co-host, uh, Sam. How are you, Sammy? Good, mate. How are you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Actually feeling a lot better than I usually would uh, after a grand final weekend, which, uh, which is nice, but uh, I felt weird to watch a grand final on, at night time. Uh, to start with, usually it's a midday kickoff in in Perth and two o'clock over east. And this year it was four thirty start, um, and I'm still undecided if I like it or if I didn't like it. But I, I think I'm a bit of a traditionalist at times. But yeah, but if I had a good weekend. How about you, Sam? Yeah, it was good. It was pretty um, pretty quiet. Um, obviously, by no drinking. Um, yep. Yeah, keep it down low. Keep you know cool. Um, but it was weird with the grand final being a bit later. Um, it was funny at about half time because um, we were mates, and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna go jump in the pool. Yeah. Um, and I went to go, you know, stand. I st- stood in the pool, and then I was like, where's the sun gone? I was yeah. like, it's kind of cold. I'm in the shade. It's cold. Like I was expecting half time to be like it was a perler of a day, so I was like, it's got to be hot. Yeah, yeah. And I was just standing there like, what's going on? And then it just all clicked all of a sudden. I was like. Oh, it's like five thirty, six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it was actually really, really quite weird. Um, I had enough beers for both of us. I will, I will admit that. But um, thank you. Yeah, it was it was a little bit bit weird. But the weather, like, uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. The weather the last three days has been phenomenal. Magnificent. Yeah, it's starting to get that time of year where you know I'll start getting the daily snaps from Sam heading down to the beach <laughs> so that I can sort of sit there with envy. Um, yeah. So, anyway, um, the other thing that I wanted to, to discuss is uh, we have our Sean Turn back. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sean Turn's here. Hey guys, good to be back. It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's back on board and he's uh, he's on a health kick as well. So I don't know what it is with you young fellas, but uh, you've decided that your your body is uh, a temple <laughs> and you're going to feed it the right the right things. So we'll see how long that lasts. Four weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're on four weeks. Yeah, you're on the four week grind. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just I was there the other day, and I was like, you know what? I need to start getting back to the gym, start being healthy again. I was really lacking with getting busy with work and uni, and it's just like, what am I doing to myself? Yeah. Put all this effort and everything else. But what about what about my own health? Yeah, right? you do. You got to look after yourself. You you really yeah. do. And um, I was talking to a, a friend of mine the other day about you know going to the gym versus working out at home because I've got a, a nice enough setup now to do everything I want to do. And I just I've really enjoyed working out just at, at home I can put the music on and just come and lift and um, I think we live such busy lives now trying to find the time is half the uh, half half the issue um, so if, if you've got a convenient way to work out and you know and do those things I think it, it helps so it's good I'm, I'm proud of you boys thank you thank you means a lot yeah. <laughs> um, so talking about uh, young fit uh, males the AFL grand final I just want to touch on this a little bit because um I look at that game and I look at those athletes and I think some of the things that they can do are just phenomenal. Like the, the speed of the game, the skills involved in that game, the physicality um, of it as well. And, and it's just amazing in sport when you see um, an athlete like Dustin Martin just rise to an, another level. And I'm not a Dustin Martin fan, I'll, I'll be honest, but after, after watching that game, I'm like, man, that dude's the real deal. Like, and I know he's won a Brownlow and I know he's won two Norm Smiths before, but if... To get best on ground in three separate grand finals is just something that you know you never you never hear of. The fact that he was able to stand up, 
three separate occasions, you know, in the biggest game, you know, of, of your life to that point um, is pretty incredible. So um, I was thinking, um, does he, with the performance like that, and I know you guys aren't super footy people, but like, does that separate him sort of from the field now? By Because it's, everyone's like Michael Jordan, six MVP, six championships, six um, MVPs, finals MVPs. You know, that's what separates him. Is it the same with Dustin Martin in footy? Um, all I want to say about Dustin Martin is um, anytime there's a bender on the other side of the game, you've got to back him, don't you? Yeah. I think, And I think that's almost like the kick for him. Like, if I win this game, the bender's going to be unreal. Yep. And there's just, there's, there's no stopping him. Yep. He's pretty, he's motivated by, by a different force, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, yeah, so I thought that was phenomenal, just seeing, seeing him do that. And then I was sort of thinking to myself, um, if you were to, in your, our sport that we love, which is basketball, if you compare, say, Dustin Martin to like a basketball player, who would it be? Oh, um, that's a tough one. Uh, there's probably a bit of Dennis Rodman in there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a mad, <laughs> um, and I'd love to have it like the first show. Dennis Rodman did dinner. I think that'd be insane. That, yeah, yeah. Um, Dennis Rodman, and then yeah, he's got to have someone that's some sort of just big time player. Yeah, which you know, well, is he is he at the? Well, I guess if you call like Gary Ablett, Michael Jordan, or is Dustin Martin better than Gary Ablett Jr. now? Well, that's a tough question, Nick. Because yeah. <laughs> my football knowledge yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just... doesn't extend that far. Yeah. Either. I heard he's. I heard uh, Ablett's dad's uh, the son of a, a legend. So. Yeah, he's God. He's God. His, his, yeah. name, his dad's nickname was God. So, uh, and he, I think he's better actually than his his dad was. So he's he's got to be pretty good. Yeah. Right. But anyway. Um, how about I, before that? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, how crazy was that? Like minute patch in the first quarter. Where, Where every um, player just fell down. And yeah, injured. yeah, and then the streakers came through as well yeah. with clothes on. Oh no, I just I couldn't believe in this day and age. Well, particularly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So why are you streaking with yeah. clothes on for you can jump right. Yeah, yeah. Come on, if you're streaking, you got to be naked. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was crazy because I, I had a few bets on, um, and I did one of my bets was Gary Ablett for Norm Smith. Yeah. Just because I thought you know last game of his career. He's got to go balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like chance. 19 bucks. So I was like, I'll yeah. put a dollar on that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that happened. And I was like, spewing. Like, it was funny because I had a couple of friends here and we were watching it and they had punts on as well. And one of my friends, through the same company, had a pun on him being to win the Norm Smith. And the, the betting agency messaged him and said, look, we're going to refund your, because of what's happened, we're going to refund your bet. And the other dude, they didn't get that same message. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's bizarre. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know it. if it's a certain type of bet that, that, that he did, or if it was a multi or something. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that one person that bet through the same agency got a message to say, we're refunding you, and the other one didn't. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't yeah. get refunded. Um, it's got to be something in the terms and conditions for that one. Yeah. And I just I wouldn't refund you anyway. It's part of sport. People get injured. So look, from, from my perspective, you're gambling on it. That's why the odds are what they are, you know? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting yeah. I am um, it's funny though because I actually watched um, uh, the Instagram video of the two guys that streaked yep um, and look it, it was quite funny watching I'm not gonna lie like it because um, it was it was funny it was like one dude and he's like oh it's, it's been my dream to to kick a goal in yep. the AFL grand final ever since I was a kid yeah and then they're like you know what like 
this is our one chance. It's at the Gabba where that that must be where they live or something. Yeah. Like this is our one chance to kick a goal at the AFL Grand Final. Yeah. Like we're doing it. Um. So they yeah bought the tickets, um, printed off, uh, or printed the shirts, um, bought their mate that must have recorded it. A, uh, a Tigers jersey so he could blend in yeah um, and then their thing was they're like we want to do it early so it doesn't affect the game yeah okay and yeah. yeah and they were just like oh, we just wanted to kick a goal <laughs> did he end up kicking a goal <laughs> they kicked both of them kicked the goal really <laughs> yeah man that's incredible I'm not yeah. sure it's worth 10 grand or whatever the fine is is that what it is oh. yeah I, I think it might even be more than that but yeah um, how many views has the Instagram got? I don't know, but they got 1.2 million followers on Instagram, so you they know, might make that back. Yeah. <laughs> That's it; they're big time. Um, yeah, yeah. It actually, might be worth it. Yeah. Um, so you know, but when it, watching it at first, when I seen it, I was like, oh, "It's a bit," you know. Um, but then watching that video, I was like, oh. "I kind of get it. I'll respect those guys now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I get it. I, yeah, I get that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about with regards to this game is. There's probably yeah, there's probably two things, but the the one thing is is dealing with nerves. So it's the biggest game of your life, and like we, like I'd like to think, like we've both been in big games before, and 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 had people perform at a really high level on a big game, and everyone approaches it differently, like how they they deal with the anticipation of of the big game and the nerves that that come with that. For you guys who have played in big games, what what are some of the, the things that you guys do to to calm yourself so that you can go out there or jack yourself up? I don't know what you do, but um to to perform at a high level when it matters. Um, I think it's important just to to breathe. Yeah. Um, and then the bit like the thing that kind of has always stuck with me is that nerves are just excitement. Yeah. You know, to try to turn that um, I guess the way that you view. The, the signs that your body's giving you that you are nervous it's like well I'm just excited you know can't yep. wait kind of thing instead of being like I'm so nervous yeah that's probably the biggest thing for me yeah you see I gotta I gotta calm it down I know like nerves are good but I just feel like I play better when I'm more calm so usually mine's like I'll get nervous the day before and then I actually will like just watch TV have to just watch Netflix take my mind off it and then before the game, it's like preparedness makes me actually feel less nervous. Like I gotta go get shots up. I gotta practice some handles, just get my mind ready, and then I'll just listen to music right and right up until the game. Yeah, it's usually my little routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the, the key word for me and and what's worked for me fairly consistently over my career playing and and coaching is is routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it keeps you or keeps me grounded. So I, I know what I'm getting into. I remind myself that it's another game. I've done it a million times before. Um, and then sort of just go through, you know, my steps, what I need to get done and, and go through my process, um, which sounds a, a little bit like cop-out-ish, I guess. Um, but I think it's just it's finding what, what, what grinds you, uh, grounds you, not grinds you. Um, you don't, probably don't want to get ground. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, anyone sort of th- that's going into that, that moment will have different things, but, you know, and all of us were a little bit different there as well. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting. I wonder what someone like Dusty did before the game. He's probably listening to heavy metal and thinking about the, the bender yeah, at the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I've known guys who, like, have to have, like, beers before the game and stuff like that. Like, 
it all depends on whatever your routine is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually know some coaches that, that have coached at a really high level that like to have one or two drinks mm-hmm. before a game um, because it sort of settles them and nerves them. I couldn't. Like, I, I need, I need to be completely clean in yeah. my system and, and ready to to go like mentally clear mm-hmm. um, yeah. because I, I feel like the decisions you're making impact not just yourself they impact a lot of people so yeah. uh, I want to make sure that I'm as, as clear as possible um, I've got an interesting one uh, from the young blood so we're driving home uh, from training uh, tonight and he's like oh dad you got the pod tonight but yeah 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 we got we got the pod tonight and he's like oh, I get to see Sammy twice because Sammy's his coach and he loves Sammy um, but he goes, I, I think you guys should talk about, and I think this is quite interesting, um, what would you call, if you owned a pro team, what would you call it? Uh, all I want to say first of all is I'm very happy that it's the question has evolved from your favourite hat to... Or your jumper. <laughs> or your jumper <laughs> yeah. to, to a question that's a little bit more um, <laughs> you know, out the box kind of thinking. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know. Do you know what you said after it? He goes... Big brain in here. <laughs> he pointed, <laughs> pointed to his head and he's like, yeah, big brain in oh, here, Dad. Right. Yeah, <laughs> all right, son. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I've, I've been thinking about it. Like, does it depend on the sport that you're in or you know, or is it more to do with the, the, the city you're in or the location you're in? I feel like it's a mixture of all of it. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. think if you've got a good name, it can work in anything. Yeah. But if you've got like a... Actually, let me change it. If you've got a great name, mm. it will work in anything. If you've got a good name, it's probably got to relate or you know work with the sport. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Why well, not? Because I think and and I'm a Fremantle supporter in the football, and that's I think that, that that's passed down from my dad, and now Kyan's a Fremantle supporter and, and whatnot. But I think the Fremantle Dockers is a terrible name for a sporting team, and I support them. Mm-hmm. But it's like when that first came out, well, what's a Docker? Like, yeah, it, well, no Fremantle. There's the Port history, you know, but. It's very boring. Yeah. It's like, the, what, what is this? And then, like, GWS coming out and they're the Giants. I'm like, yeah, that's a sick name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it can impact just the way you're perceived externally. The name of your club can impact the way that you're perceived yeah. externally. When I was playing footy when I was younger, our, our Ellenbrook team used to be called Ellenbrook Eels. And then we changed to Ellenbrook Dockers because we wore, like, the same similar jerseys to, like... Um, the Fremantle Dockers. Yeah. And I'm like, why do we change the Dockers? Eels was way cooler. Yeah. And it had alliteration. Ellenbrook Eels. It was great. Yeah. I don't know why we changed the Dockers. What are we doing? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, don't, I don't get that either. Yeah. So let's just say, because we, we, we're basketball guys, um, we don't talk about basketball on the show a lot, but if we had a basketball team, where, what would you... Before, before we uh, go on our own... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about the new Tasmania team with Jack Jumpers? Oh my! And that probably. Oh man, I just, <laughs> Jack Jumpers. Are you it's serious? It's an ant, isn't it? I don't even know. Ant? That's what I mean. I don't even know what a Jack Jumper is. Like it sounds like an insect. Yeah, right. I, think, I don't know, but don't know. yeah, um, very interesting. But did you see the names that they had? Like there was four of the worst names that ever that they were. Yeah, they had nothing yeah. to work with. Why wouldn't they go with the Tassie Devils? I know there's been a Tassie Devils team before, but. That's Tasmania, Tasmania Devils. Everyone knows that. That's badass. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. It's not broke. Why fix it? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with it. Well, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Jack Jumpers. Yeah. I, I don't even know how they came up with that. <laughs> I think someone might have paid some money <laughs> to be involved there. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think, yeah, it's a, it's a hard one. It just doesn't work. 
like does it have to be synergy within you know the the title of the the town like you know or can they can be completely different you know like the the Allenbrook eels you know there's synergy there you know yeah. um you know um and Ellenbrook Dockers makes no sense at all because no, you're in it you're inland. It, I know. It, They're it nowhere really near a dock. Like, like, <laughs> We're very far from a dock. <laughs> I don't get it. So probably the worst decision ever now that you've been there. It, it was called that before, like like years ago. There was yeah. nothing around us. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. It makes no sense <laughs> it at all. But anyway, so like, because well, you know what name I used to love as that? a kid? What's the that? Seattle Supersonics. Supersonics, oh. yeah. That is an unbelievably cool name. I don't know why they ever got rid of it. It is a good name. That's a, a, good that's name. a cool name. Like, like, And when they went to Oklahoma, like the franchise moves, but why wouldn't you call them the Oklahoma Supersonics still? Because like, the Supersonics is a cool name. It is. I feel. It is. It's a, it is a good name. For, for a non-animal name, that's yeah. a good name. Because I think animal names are, are clearly like the coolest. Like yeah. wolves, bulls, like, you know, they're, they're world-renowned. Like you look at eagles. I don't. I'm not a big Eagles fan, but Eagles is a cool Still name. A cool name yeah. That's a cool name, you know. Hawks, cool name. Um, sharks. Sharks. Sharks is cool. Um, what team is Sharks? East Fremantle Football Club. Oh, the sharks. Yeah. 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 Um, you know. I don't know. Like there's, like there's yeah. then there's terrible name like Ballarat Bull Ants. Bull Ants. Like, Watch out for the bull ants. <laughs> yeah, like, not, that doesn't send shivers down my spine, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It should, they're dangerous, yeah. but... Yeah, they hurt too. Yeah. <laughs> when they bite you, they hurt. Okay, that's an interesting one. So I guess, you know, say your suburb, Edgewater. Yeah. Like, if you had an Edgewater... Disclosing my personal information yeah, yeah. on a public forum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you, like... Oh, gee, where does that say? Um, can you come back to me, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I'm thinking... It's tough. I kind of like the idea of like the demons. I like demons, yeah. Different. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know of anyone called that. Perth demons. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because um, I, I think like everyone's trying to be edgy and different. Like, is it better just to have like a like a like a bull's bang, or is it like you have to create something weird like supersonic? Like supersonics is weird, yeah. so it's like, but that's cool. Like teams go the other way. Like they, they. Oh, I've got to be edgy and call yourself Jack Jumpers. <laughs> you yeah, know? it's a fine line, isn't it? Um, I think you got to go something different. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you know, you, you want to stand out a little bit. Yeah. You know, you get like people thinking like, oh damn, like, why has no one else ever thought of like naming the team that? Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe something to do with like. Space, yeah. The satellites, flaming, <laughs> the satellites. Fl- flaming meteors, <laughs> <laughs> flaming meteors. That's actually a cool name. I like that. Actually, got a meteors. team called Malaga Meteors. Yeah, oh, it wasn't a bad little name. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. One of the coolest names I've ever heard um, was a social team, and there's all sorts yeah. of social teams. But um, there's a bunch of guys that um, worked at Dale Alcock Homes. Yeah, and they called their basketball team all cock and balls. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. okay, that's, yeah. a, that's a. I thought that was a cool, yeah. a cool name. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's class. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think like names like the tropics and things. But anyway, that's we could go on forever about that. Yeah, I, I feel like we should try come up with our edgiest name possible, and then come back next week and say what we came up with. Yeah. So say if we had yeah. an opinions unqualified team, so we yeah. have to come think of the best name. Opinions unqualified something. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 And I want let's let's have like a little history behind it and why we called it. That. No, 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 gonna no. have a story. Yeah, a yeah. little story. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like that. I like that. Um. So, this doesn't come in handy for you, Sam. But you bought us. Well, I think this is interesting. Like it's. Well, it does come in handy with me for me. It will eventually <laughs> after four weeks. <laughs> but what you what you bought? I've, I'd never heard of this before. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Obviously, everyone knows Estian by now. Um, world famous uh, winner of our competition, um, and he. We were talking um, actually on the night that we we presented the the shirt to Estian, um, and he came and talked to me about this uh, drink called Body Armor. Yeah. Okay, and this it's a it's a, I think it's only a little like a like a shot kind of you know 100 mil um and you drink it before you drink and it's supposed to reduce the effects of your hangover the next day and for me that is like world changing imagine yeah i just like yeah because everyone not everyone a lot of people love a drink mm-hmm. but you limit what you do because the next day can be challenging yes Definitely. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if you had like a, a pre cure, like a it's like a, it's like a uh, immunization for drinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's pretty. That's pretty insane. That's dangerous, actually. Yeah. If it works. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting because uh, when we were first talking about it, they hadn't um, made their way over here into shops, uh, so you had to buy it online. Yeah. Um, and then now I looked and. So there's some stores around uh, Perth that are selling it. So uh, after my four weeks, I will be purchasing. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I do like a little a little vlog. Yeah. On the Instagram story, you know, me drinking it. How do I feel? How does it taste? I'd like to join um, you in this trial, yeah. Yeah. experiment. So I think I think it'd only be fair if I I indulge as well yeah. because I'm a little older. As well, and probably hangovers. Get more data. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the more more test subjects we have, the better. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll do that, and then we'll we'll we might all um, have a little video the the next day on uh, how we're feeling. Yep. Um, I think like anything though, like say we we try it, and then we go out and finish a keg each. You're probably still going to feel pretty ordinary the next yeah. day. Yeah. But if yeah, I think it's got to be like what you'd normally drink. Yeah, I think that's what we'll. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that uh, before we started. Yeah. Um, Sean said, you know, I've heard mixed reviews. And like I was saying, if someone drinks one of those and it's just like, well, that's a free pass to do whatever I want now. <laughs> like, sorry, mate, you're probably... Uh, <laughs> I can drink everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're probably going to cop it still. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So I think that's going to be, be interesting. But I'd never heard anything like that. Obviously, you hear yeah. about the magical hangover cures. Like, you know, for me, the Powerade and the Twin Pole the next morning. Not that they make Twin yeah. Poles anymore, but a nicer pole. Um, yeah. You know. I tried, like, doing, like, drinking Hydrolyte and stuff like that before drinking. And I do notice, like, a little bit of a difference the next day. So yeah. I wonder if it will be similar to that kind of experience. Yeah. Um, but the key thing is you still got to eat food. Yeah. I, I think tried that not key. eating food. It didn't do anything. No. I felt like maybe worse. You need to eat food. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the key for me. I know I'm the worst when I don't eat. I need to eat before. That's the key, I think. But anyway, we'll, yep. we'll find out as it is. Um, we had a bit of romance then. Yeah, we, 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 had, a, we had a nice little Friday night. 
Yeah, we had a nice little Friday night date, me, you, and uh, Jacinta, yeah. which was uh, which was really really lovely. And um, like we've been pretty, I've, I've been pretty excited since you mentioned this anyway, um, that this movie was coming out. And as soon as I saw, I was like, "Look, that's Friday night. We'll get Sam around, and we're gonna watch the new Borat." <laughs> and I'm telling you now, from my opinion, and I, I can't <laughs> wait to get your opinion. It did not disappoint me at all. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, uh, you know, I, I thought it was good. So I'd, I guess for me, it was a little slow burn to start because mm. I'll recap in a few it things. It was, yeah. They had to sort of set the... Um, the tone. Yeah. Uh, but once it got going, oh, like, I, I just, you just laugh. You just laugh so hard for so long. And I couldn't believe the first one was 14 years ago. Yes, yeah, crazy what? how long yeah. it's been. Oh, wow. mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it was quite interesting. But what were your thoughts now? What are your, t- your takes out of that? Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, you got to put all props to uh, Sasha Baron Cowan oh, yeah. with what he does. Um, just he, yeah, his type of comedy, very edgy, but um, he, he's amazing at what he does and he, how he outsmarts some people into doing or saying and what he wants them to or something like that is just insane yeah but um how good was his uh co-star oh the co-star was unbelievable like i stole the show for me yeah incredible um yeah i, I seen a um a headline today saying that she should win the um what's a golden globe or something yeah, an, o- an oscar an oscar i yeah. think yeah for her performance because i'm not sure what her um what her career uh, rundown is whether she's done much sort of comedy stuff because that yeah. stuff is a totally different thing to acting. Yeah, well, I think um like because it's introducing when I think in the credits, so I don't think she's been in much or if anything at all because um yeah she was pretty she's pretty special um yeah it's worth watching it just to see her like, yeah. she's she's really 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 good and just some of the yeah I I don't it's not the sort of movie that you can wreck by talking about what's in it because things will just jump out at you and you'll just be like oh my lord I just can't believe they did that yeah, yeah. it's not yeah you can talk about it um, without ruining the the plot yeah. and there's like little things like um, there's a, a scene in a, a like a women's um, group yeah and um, like one of the funniest lines ever is just one of the random ladies there is like oh, I'm so glad you're here <laughs> you know little things <laughs> little things like that just Mate, you laugh, and you when you watch it back, you think, "Well, now that doesn't sound too funny." But you watch the scene, and then this lady's just so shocked um, at what she's done that, that they make these funny little comments. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely worth. I don't think it was um, as confronting as the first one. No, probably not. Maybe because we've watched the first one. But if anyone's that's fourteen years old now, but anyone's seen the naked scene, like that was one of the most <laughs> in my face things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there was a moment like in this, but I thought this one overall was funnier. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one, really. I'd have to watch the first Borat again just to really refresh yeah, it. There's so much I don't remember about it, eh? Yeah, so if you do, if you are going to watch the new Borat, yeah. maybe maybe watch the, the first Borat before yeah. just to refresh yourself and, and whatnot. Yeah, I think it'd be worth it. There's a, a few a few moments within the second one that relate to the first one as well. 
Um, but they do a pretty good job of recapping the start they, as yeah, well. They yeah. do very so good. you could just go straight to that you one could, if you haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, and then watch the first one after if you want, kind of. Yeah, well, f- the first one is really yeah in your in your face. Yeah. Fourteen years ago. Yeah, 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 and, and, it, <laughs> yes. and it was sort of. Like, I guess the first one was sort of like watching Jackass for the first time. I mean, the first time you watch Jackass and you're like, these guys are doing some stupid things. Just, yeah, yeah, but after you see. A few of them, you're like, well, yeah, they're just doing the same stuff, but just differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, then the shock factor's gone. Yeah. Um, and I think they did enough in this second one to keep it interesting without it, because it was the same, but it wasn't the same. Like, yeah. the character's the same. Yeah. Um, but there was enough in it to go, well, this is pretty pretty funny. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's yeah. good. Very good. Well, I loved, I had a lovely day anyway. I thought I thought it was lovely. I really enjoyed yeah. it. So. It was one of my better nights, Friday nights, with... Uh, no uh drinking yeah yeah it was good you know a cup of tea no i had no i had a couple of glasses of wine yeah you did you, did. <laughs> yeah. you offered me a wine i yeah. said no sorry i had to politely decline yeah stay true to your word <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah it was nice wine too I'll, I'll be honest um yeah um oh yeah uh netflix we do, we like to do a little bit of netflix talk um and a show that i like um dropped their third season I don't know, a week or so ago, maybe. Yep. Um, and I'm sure you know who David Letterman is. Yeah, I know David Letterman. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a talk show? Yeah, late talk, night, yeah, yeah, late, late night. night. Um, uh, he has a Netflix show called uh, My Next Guest with David Letterman. Yep. And he interviews famous people. Uh, the last one I watched was just before I came here yep. uh, with Lizzo. I don't know if you know her, um, but the one before yep. that was uh, Kim Kardashian okay. West. Um, Kim Kardashian West. <laughs> so, um, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's quite ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just very interesting. He's very good at interviewing, I guess. Mm. Uh, ask the right questions kind of thing get different uh, perspectives on that person's life, what made them kind of be who they are. Yep. And then they also do like little... So they have the interview and then they'll cut to like a part where they're doing something somewhere else and the interview is like a roaming interview kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's like more casual than when it's just the sit there too, sitting down with yep. the crowd. Yeah. Uh, so... It's very interesting. Um, it's good to watch. I used to watch a similar show with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, I love that. I was just about to mention that. Love that. Which was pretty... like That was similar. So they get in the car, just like an informal type chat. Mm-hmm. I used to really enjoy that. But I think a lot of these talk shows, like interview shows, I feel like sometimes they're scraping for good guests. So there's a few yeah. sort of episodes you're like, well, I probably didn't have to watch this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this David Letterman one was like that, but I, I felt like that with the Jerry Seinfeld one. There was a couple of episodes I was like, oh man, that's, that's not even that funny. I f- yeah, a lot of them were good, but yeah, I, d- I usually just picked out all the ones that I wanted to watch and left like, I don't know, five or six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Letterman's definitely, I, th- I don't think there's one episode where I've been like, who is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, like, I think one before was Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. Yeah, so like, there's a lot of lot of good. Talking about a good show, the Chappelle show was something different. <laughs> oh, 
That was so good. I don't think I watched that, eh? Oh, Are you serious? Yeah, wow. I think I missed that. Is that oh, on man. Netflix as well? No, uh, no, I might have to YouTube no, that yeah. one. Your, old, your, yeah. your older brother did not help, did not do his yeah. job. The, Ch- <laughs> the Chappelle Show. Yeah, do some research this week. And next time you're on the show, I want you to give us a little recap what you thought. Um, All right, sounds good. Yeah, it's that's, uh, that's homework. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's uh, you. You won't regret it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the fun. And I went and saw. I saw Dave Chappelle live actually really? when he come out here and hilarious. He's, he's one of the funniest yeah. dudes I've ever seen Rick James bitch <laughs> yeah, I've seen that yeah. Yeah. and he's like what, what did the five fingers say to the face slap I'm Rick James bitch <laughs> so um, yeah I, I, yeah, I find that hilarious so you watch that back and yeah there's, there's a few in there but you know, we probably won't mention on our, uh, our pod because it's probably even a bit risque for us so mm. um, but you need to <laughs> yeah, yeah you need to you need to watch that that's something um, that I I yeah, I grew up watching as well. You would have been really young when that came out. Very young, yeah. Yeah. Very young. Yeah, and then you see him in like movies like Con Air, where he's sort of half serious, and you're like, "Yeah, wow, that, yeah. that dude was big time for a period." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've been on Prack. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is always an interesting conversation with the Sean Turn because he's a practicing teacher and he's been out in the in the field for a, for a little bit of time. Um, but you, you mentioned you didn't want to talk about this, but I actually think this is quite important and, and quite interesting subject. Um, um, you've been teaching protective behaviours or, or discussing protective behaviours with, with your class. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think it's have, with my kids going into school now, they're, they're something that's really important. And there's probably not enough parents that are reinforcing these ideas at home, but we, we won't go into that. But what are some of the things you're covering in a, in a subject like that? Like It's actually quite interesting to me. Um, so... What I've done so far is just uh, signals your body gives you if you are in an unsafe situation yep. or a safe situation and kind of the difference of an unsafe feeling, for instance, um, if there's a dark alleyway, yep. um, you get that feeling of, you know your heart starts yeah. beating or whatever, um, it's probably not a good idea to walk down there. Yep. While going bungee jumping, you're going to get the heart beating, you're going to get that unsafe feeling, but it's kind of a situation that you put yourself into knowing that you're going to be pretty safe. Yep. Um, so yeah, recognising that. So just recognising danger recognizing the signs when you yeah. could potentially put yourself at, at, at harm like what your body yeah. yeah your body signals yeah so like hair standing up on the back of your neck and the shiver down your spine and you know yeah. those those sorts of things yeah um and then i guess there's the other side of thing as well like you know when you're in you feel like it's a safe environment how your body goes the relaxed and your lower yeah. heart rate yeah. And so yeah we did that and then kind of a place where you feel comfortable yeah. or safe and yeah so when you're talking to these kids about those sort of things obviously there's the you know um you know, the conversation about you know who you can talk to stranger danger and you know all of that, that sort of stuff but this sort of encompasses a bigger picture than that so do you sort of try and paint pictures and scenarios for them or do that you get like the kids to come to you and say look you know this is an environment where i feel um so I did street, uh, like street smarts, kind yep. of yeah. being safe in the street. So I had a few few um, 
to like a paper that had scenarios, not mm. scenarios, but it was like uh, walk in a street where there's good lighting. Yeah. So then I said, oh, you know, imagine you're walking in, you know, the dark yeah. kind of thing, and then there's a street that you that you see that's dark, yeah. but you know that's like a shorter way home or wherever you're going, or there's a well lit street. That might be, you know, a minute longer. Yeah. But you know, it's you can kind of see what's going on, and then it's like, you know, have a think. What do you reckon? I'm taking the shortcut. What way? <laughs> every day. Yeah. If it's a, a minute less walking, I'm taking that shortcut. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 It's um. Yeah. I just think like you talk about those things. Um, what if a student comes in with like a real life scenario that's like out there and in your face, like, and sort of like, well. Then uh, I guess a duty of care comes in, doesn't it? And you have to take it a bit further. Um, yeah. If it's yeah, if it's personal, yeah. We I did some of this in uni. Um, if if the all the kids uh, can hear, yeah. And it it gets to the point where you're like, oh, probably not good that uh, everyone knows this. Yeah. That's when you just you literally just got to be like, and that's enough. For now, yeah. Uh, that's that's that lesson done, or you know, this is this is the activity that we're doing. Let's uh, yeah. let's get started, and and then you um, yeah, you have a quiet dialogue, and then you're probably going to have to report it to um, someone higher up. Yeah. To you. So that's pretty much what happens, like at our school. High school is obviously a little bit different, but yeah. we have like our own student services uh, little section. So if a teacher gets some sort of information like that they'll contact like the year coordinator or the youth worker that works at the school and then they kind of go in, deal with the interviewer and make sure everything's okay and then see if they have to go any further, maybe referral to a school psychologist and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it all depends on the situation. If it's anything to do with like child abuse and that, then mm-hmm. you have to fill out the mandated reporting. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then crazy what I was just thinking of then because our school just had uh, guest speakers come in for like cyber safety yeah so like Sam in primary school is dealing with teaching them about protective behaviours reading danger and that and then now in high school even when they come in as year sevens they've got to deal with danger on the web which we never had to really deal with in high school Um, so currently year sevens to nines are the most likely people out of all age groups to get scammed Really? Um, yep. So I think in Australia, I uh, can't remember the number of Tom and Hill, something like $2.1 million people got scammed off gaming. Yeah. And mainly year sevens to nines. Wow. Which is just insane because they're just getting taken advantage of because unlike adults, they don't know how to filter it. Yeah. Filter it. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit wild that we have to think about that kind of thing at such a young age these days because it's just getting younger and younger every year. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah, it's insane. It's insane what, like, I've got a one-year-old that knows how to use my watch, like flicks through it, and so obviously not exactly what they're doing, but yeah. like, just they're so used to seeing screens and computers and information comes at them so fast that yeah, that, that doesn't matter how young they are, they they can get through it. And a lot of kids, like seven to nine, that have a gaming account, have some sort of credit card or something connected exactly. to that to that account. So yeah, it's scary. It is actually scary. And then the scammers now know that, like, adults, if they get scammed, they report it. Yeah. Whereas kids don't because they're afraid they're going to get in trouble, trouble. by their parents. Yeah. Which, obviously, if I was a kid, yeah, I understand. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. But 
that's the issue. So they're getting scammed, not reporting it, and the scammers are getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. Because like, nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wild, wild, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think with that, so obviously you talk about situations and scenarios, dark streets or whatever. Is like, like there any anything like? Is there any teaching about you know when the creepy guy comes in the room? Like you get a feeling about a person and you feel unsafe around like a like a person in general, like. Because I know, I, even me, and I'm a pretty big, bald, bearded dude, sometimes a dude walks in the room, I'm like, oh, this dude, <laughs> I'm not going down a dark alley with him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. we talk about, did a bit of that, like if you see a group of people, you know, coming up in the, where you're walking to kind of thing, like, what can you do, you know, change across the road and walk on the other side or mm. just do a, do a 180 and just walk back and... All that kind of stuff. So, yeah, oh, it's more deep. It's deeper than our usual, usual conversation. But uh, I thought, you know, you know, it's something interesting, and you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully, it gets people talking. Anyway, what I'd like to see is more parents talking to their kids about these things because I, I work in the school as well, and you know, I, I see a lot of the parenting is left to teachers. Um, you know, which um, which is quite sad, quite sad, really. Um, yeah. You know, these are conversations that obviously need to be reinforced at a, at a school level, but I think probably parents need to take the, the front foot and, you know, do that. Um, but then some parents I know probably aren't responsible enough to even have those conversations, you know, as well. So, yeah. Um, last thing I'll probably talk about um, is we had our wind-up for the end of season just on, on Sunday, and it was awesome. Um, it was good. Um but it sort of, it got me thinking. So you win a championship. Yeah. And then you have the one-up and it's closed and then it's done. Yeah. It's just quite crazy. Like it's crazy how much time and energy and effort we put into these things. And then it's just like, bang, we've moved on. Like, you've won one. Have you won one before, Sam? Yeah. Is that, was that is the same feeling for, for players? Like, because as a coach, we just, I've started recruiting already and I've moved on. So, you know, is that the same for players or? Yeah, it is bit it's yeah. just on to the next yeah just next thing mentality i guess it's like anything really so yeah we put on all i just can't believe and i'm not going to stop putting my energy and effort in because i love it and like i want to keep winning but you put all of that for this one day and then it happens and it's incredible but then it's like well all right where to next yeah well it's a lot like that's yeah. like you know getting a uh, probably getting like a promotion at work or something like mm. that. You get it and you're like, sweet. And then, you know, after the first week or something, you're probably like, okay, cool. Like, what can I do next? Or yeah. like, what's the next step that I'm going to take? Yeah. So, yeah, sort of back to zero again. Mm. Yeah. So you run your marathon and that's like, all right, cool. I've ran my marathon. That was awesome. Good result. I've either won the marathon or I haven't. All right. All right. Now I've got to start the new marathon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm back to the start, start training again. for the next one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah anyway I just thought I think that that's an interesting thought when people have worked so hard to accomplish something you know and we've spoken about it before look, there's a sense of relief yeah. maybe more than jubilation like it's just relief that you achieve what you wanted to achieve and you know and the grind the grind is real I know, now I get what people are talking about eh? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so cool you know what this is the usual time of the uh, the podcast next year yeah, we're there. Um, thanks to, to everyone that, that continues to listen. Um, I'd love to say a, a listener base is getting bigger, but I wouldn't have a clue, Sam. So we haven't done any analytics in a while. But, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Keep sharing us. 
uh, hashtags, all that stuff. Really good to have the Sean Turn back on board. Yeah, it's great to be back. Yeah. We should take a picture of the Sean Turn. He's come in in a state <laughs> uniform, guns out, sun's out, guns out. I yeah. look great. I'm just going to say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice fresh cut to it. Looks like a fresh cut anyway. I think, oh, it's very fresh. Yeah. We've got a very good... Um, like so there's, a, there's a gradual <laughs> there's a gradual decline in attire I think as we go down, um, which is yeah, it's good. But um, yeah, the usual stuff. Um, there's that one T-shirt. Yep. That's left. Um, which we are thinking of when we will do the do that auction or or whatever we decide. Still need to do a pool comp. Um, and we still yeah, need we to do, do a pool comp. Um. Obviously, we've we've hit a quite a busy time in yep. in all our lives, um, so we're we're doing our best to, to keep the podcast going. Yeah. But the, some of those extra curricular and uh, activities yep. and stuff like that um, are, are slowly um, they're just on the back burners for the for the minute. Um, but before you know it, that will uh, come all back to the forefront. And um, yeah. Cool. All right. Take it easy. Yeah, be honest. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.